This is day 17 from the story called The Miracle of the Christmas Child by Penelope J. Stokes. The title is called Night Flight to Egypt. Joseph tossed and turned, trying to be quiet so as not to wake Mary, but unable to settle down and sleep. Seldom in his life had he experienced the frustration of sleeplessness. He had always worked hard, and at the end of the day, he reveled in the satisfying tiredness that came with a job well done. When the lamp went out, Joseph slept and woke refreshed with each new dawn. Only twice in recent memory had he lain awake until the early hours of morning. In Bethlehem, the night before their son was born, and nine months before that, those few days of agony before the angel had appeared to him in a restless dream, instructing him to take Mary as his wife. Was God trying to tell him something now? Joseph got up and he tiptoed away from the bed. Mary stirred slightly, mumbled in her sleep, and then began to snore softly once again. He passed by his son's little bed. The boy had long since outgrown the cradle that Joseph had made, and he looked down at that chubby face. In sleep, the child looked serene and peaceful, quite a difference from the energetic toddler who kept them both running from daylight till dark. The lad's eyes opened, and he reached up his arms. Abba! Joseph reached down and caressed his head. Yes, my son, he soothed. Abba's here. Go back to sleep now. But Jesus would not be dissuaded. Abba! He insisted. All right, all right. Joseph lifted Jesus out of his crib, wrapped him in his blanket, and took him over near the fire. Holding the boy in one arm, he stirred the embers of the fire and put on a little more wood. The flames danced to life, reflecting in the child's dark eyes. When the fire was burning, Joseph sat down in a chair and began to rock. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, he sang softly, whom God has delivered from the hands of their enemy. Jesus' eyelids began to droop. His hand grasped Joseph's fingers, and within a few moments, his breathing grew even. Why, Joseph wondered, can I not sleep in peace even as he does? Was it because of the money, the treasures brought by the wise men who had come to do homage to the child? It wasn't a fortune, exactly, but it was far more than Joseph had ever possessed. And with money came increased responsibility and perhaps a few sleepless nights. But he didn't think so. He and Mary had already agreed that the gift should be saved for the future, for the uncertainties that could not be anticipated. In the meantime, their lives would go on in the simplicity that they were accustomed to. Joseph would continue his carpentry, the work he loved so much. They would stay in Nazareth, and nothing would change. The heat of the fire seeped into his bones, and the warmth from Jesus' little body soaked into his chest. Joseph found his own eyes growing heavy, but still he sat there, holding his son, staring into the flames. Take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. The voice startled Joseph, and he looked around. The house was dark, the fire a little dimmer, and he held the sleeping child in his arms. Hmm, 
Had he imagined it? He strained his ears, but all he heard was the gentle crackling of the flames. Take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, the voice repeated. For Herod is about to search for the child, child to destroy him. An image passed before Joseph's eyes, the king standing on a dais as his soldiers paraded by with the naked sons of his neighbors and friends impaled upon their swords. The soldiers were waving the infant bodies like triumphant flags, and Herod was laughing, a gruesome, horrible scene. Joseph awoke with a start. The fire had died, and he was shivering. Ugh, what a blood-chilling, terrifying dream. He shook his head to try to rid himself of the memory, but still it remained. This was no ordinary nightmare. It was a warning. He clutched little Jesus tighter to his chest. The boys stirred in protest and began to whine. Joseph, Mary sat up on the sleeping mat and pushed her hair out of her eyes. Is everything all right? He wanted to reassure her, to say, Yes, Mary, everything's fine. Go back to sleep. But everything wasn't fine, and he knew it. Crazy as it seemed, there was only one thing to do. Get up, Mary. He went to her and laid his son on the sleeping mat beside her. Well, it isn't daylight yet, is it? She mumbled. Come back to bed. No, it's still dark, but we have to leave now. As he moved about the house, lighting lamps and gathering supplies, Joseph told her about the message that had come to him in his dream. Herod's going to try to kill our son, and we can't let that happen. In an instant, Mary was on her feet. She dressed, threw extra clothes into a bag, and packed bread, wine, and cheese for the journey. Egypt? she repeated. We're going to Egypt? But how will we live? We'll manage. God will provide, and... He heard a crash and turned. Jesus, now wide awake, sat in the center of the cache of gold coins, playing with them and laughing. Somehow, he had toddled over to the table, climbed up on it, and pulled down from the shelf the small chest Balthasar had brought to honor the child. Joseph grinned. It looks as if God has already provided. The gifts I had almost forgotten, he nodded. I didn't think of them either, but God didn't forget. By the time dawn broke, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus were well into the hills of Judea and making their way south and east toward Egypt. An extended journey lay ahead of them, days of camping in the desert, taking refuge in towns along the way. But at least they had enough money to sustain them. They would make it. Joseph believed that with all his heart. And someday, when it was safe to return, they would come home again. A rumbling in the valley below arrested Joseph's attention. Look, he told Mary, and nodded at the scene below them. Herod's soldiers, hundreds of them on horseback, coming from Jerusalem. Mary shifted on the donkey's back and gripped Jesus in her arms. Oh, I didn't think it would happen so quickly. We got out just in time. They stood there, staring watching until the king's troop vanished in a cloud of dust. But little Jesus didn't notice the soldiers. He had eyes only for the morning. Abba, he squealed, jabbing a chubby finger toward the east. Pretty. 
The sun was rising into a bank of clouds, painting the eastern sky with a panorama color of red, gold, purple, and blue. One shaft of sunlight pierced the clouds, directing them, it seemed, toward Egypt. Joseph scooped his son off the donkey's back and held him close. Abba, the child repeated, pointing to the sun. Abba, Joseph echoed, the father who loved them and protected them, the parent who watched over them all, provided for their needs, gave them direction, the God who would never forsake them. Yes, he repeated, Abba is here. Then he settled his son on the donkey with Mary, and they began the long trek toward Egypt.